He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. The text that calls for our attention on this Lord's Day is our epistle reading for today from Colossians chapter 3, and especially these words. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Let me ask you a question. What are you wearing right now? What are you wearing while you watch this sermon? Are you wearing those old, comfortable, frumpy clothes that perhaps you went to bed in the night before? Or did you decide that since it was Easter Sunday, you would still get up and get ready and maybe even put on what you would have worn had you came into the Lord's house? What are you wearing right now? I'll tell you a little bit later why I'm asking you that question. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about Holy Week. And I want to talk to you about what Easter is meant to teach us. Oh, there are many things that Easter is meant to teach us, but today I want to focus in on Easter's connection to baptism. For we can say that if Monday Thursday is about the Lord's Supper, Easter Sunday is about baptism. Oh, the connection might not be quite as clear in the latter case as it is in the former. It's not as if we have a story that says that Jesus, after rising from the tomb, went out and baptized a bunch of people. So why do I say that Easter is all about baptism? Well, because Easter is about receiving new life. And God tells us that baptism is where sinners receive new life. That is where what Jesus did during Holy Week becomes one's own possession. That which happened to Jesus, Good Friday through Easter Sunday, happened to you on the day when you came and were baptized. You died, and you were raised up to new life. Listen to the words of our text for today, for there the Holy Spirit through Paul writes, If then you have been raised up with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is. He says later, For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Yes, he says that you have both died and that you have been raised up in your baptism. I will admit that I can't prove it historically, but I have a theory that the tradition of getting all dressed up for Easter Sunday is not just about Easter Sunday being the grandest celebration of the church, though it's that as well, but that it is also about Easter's connection to baptism. Indeed, if we read just the few verses that we had in our reading from Colossians today, we might miss this point, but today I wish to tell you what comes in the verses right after that. In the verses we read, we are simply told to set our mind on things above. And that seems rather abstract. You might even ask, what does that mean on a day-to-day basis? Are we to be so dreamy-eyed to the skies that we don't even know what's going on in the world? Well, you don't have to wonder about what it means For the Holy Spirit instructed Paul to tell us what it means to set our minds on things above. He did it in those verses that followed where we read today. 
And he says it's not just about sitting around and dreaming about heaven and ignoring whatever is going on on the ground. He says that it's actually about putting on our best clothes. That is how we are to set our mind on things above. Paul really says that setting our mind on things above means two things practically for our lives. First, he says we're to take off everything that is earthly within us. He says that we're to take off sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desires, and covetousness. He says that we must put away anger and wrath and malice and slander and obscene talk. He tells us that we must strip off all deception. We're not to wear those things any longer. In the early church, we know that it was the tradition, at least in some places, that the one being baptized would strip off all of their old clothing before going into the water. They would remove their clothing, and then they would go into the water to be baptized. And while that practice seems rather odd to us, it was a powerful visual reminder of what baptism actually did for the one being baptized. Baptism indeed washed off all of those filthy clothes. It meant having all of those old earthly things removed. It meant being free from them. But setting our minds on the things above does not end with simply taking off the earthly things we have worn. Paul says also that we are then to put on the heavenly things that God has given us to wear freely through his son Jesus. We are to put on compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. We are to wear forgiveness in our dealings with one another. We are to put on the cloak of love in everything we do. We put on these things as we teach and admonish one another with the word, as we sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and as we give thanks. In the early church, those being baptized would go down into the water and be baptized. But then when they came up out of the water, they would be given a new white robe to wear to remind them that Christ had given them new clothes. Yes, we still have a hint of this when we dress up a baby in a white gown, or even when we have an adult who wears white to be baptized. While we don't often think about it, perhaps every time we get dressed up for Easter, we are reenacting what happened to us in our baptism. I mean, let's be honest, Easter is a time when we tend to put a little more thought into what we might wear, even if we're people that normally dress up for church anyways. Ladies that all too often don't wear dresses might very well go out to the store and buy one for the occasion. The men of the congregation might decide it's time to finally put on that nice shirt and slacks, who knows, maybe even put on a suit jacket. The bottle of perfume or cologne, it might come out and be applied. I'm not saying we do this because we usually think, oh, I'm enacting what happened at my baptism. No, I'm not saying that we consciously do it because we remember that the Holy Spirit has told us that we are to put on new heavenly clothes given to us by Jesus. But perhaps we should. Today, of course, as I mentioned, our Easter service is only available online. And that means that each one of you had the choice 
about whether to watch this Easter service in your frumpy old clothes or if you actually decided to get up and put on your Easter duds. Maybe even splash on a little bit of the smelly stuff. But when it comes to what Easter is really about for all of us, the Spirit says through Paul that we have no choice what we are to wear. If we have been baptized into Christ, we cannot go on just continuing in sin. We can't wear our old, frumpy, earthly clothes. We have to take them off. But how do we do that? Well, certainly not just with the force of our will do we stop doing them. No, instead, we take them off by repenting of them. We tell God that we are sick and tired of wearing those old, tattered rags and that we want new clothes. And when we say this to God, God, because of Jesus' work, gives us new clothes. Then we get to put them on and wear them. That's not bad news even for a minute. The clothes he gives us to wear are far better than those old ones we were wearing otherwise. Yes, we should be just as tickled as a young girl wearing that perfect Easter dress that her mom let her buy. God is giving you new life to wear. He's giving it that you might wear it right now, and he's going to let you wear it for all eternity with him in a new heaven and a new earth. You know, Jesus spoke about his passion as a baptism as well. And I don't know that I ever really thought about it before this week, about how he, too, during that week, left behind one set of clothes for another during Holy Week. Think about it. We are told that our Lord was stripped of his clothes as he was being readied for the cross. Jesus died in that shame, but then he was raised up. He was raised up and he was given new clothes to wear. I'll admit, the Bible doesn't say what Christ was wearing after the resurrection, but every picture I've ever seen, he's wearing a beautiful white robe. I hope you get it. What happened to Jesus on Good Friday through Easter Sunday happened to you on the day of your baptism. So if you look at your life today and you know that you've been wearing your old earthly clothes way too often just because they're so comfortable, take them off today. Take them off in repentance. Continue not in sin. Leave them with Jesus forever, for he will get rid of them for you. That is why he died. And when he gets rid of them, in that same moment, he will give you new clothes to wear. Put them on. Wear them. It is why he rose. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. You have been raised up with Christ, and therefore... You should seek the things that are above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. For when Christ, who is your life, appears, and all the signs are it could be soon, then you will also appear with him in glory. If Monday, Thursday is about the Lord's Supper, then Easter Sunday is about baptism. I hope that connection is much clearer in your minds now. Easter Sunday is the conclusion of the baptism Jesus underwent for you. And Easter is the reminder for you of the life that is yours now through baptism. You are dead, but you have been raised up with Christ. Hallelujah.
put on those new clothes. Wear them proudly, for Jesus has given them to you as a gift. Alleluia and amen.